everybody. This is Kicking the Tires. I'm Mason Broughton. I've got today with me Luke hey. and Blake. How's it going? Uh, today's going to be a little bit more of a solo episode. Uh, so I guess the first thing we're going to start off with is the Porsche. I make bad financial decisions. Well, we know that. Often. And Good thing you make better money than the rest of us. My, my newest bad financial decision is a 1983 Porsche 944. Not the turbo. We all get excited. It is the regular one. It is a manual. And my first manual I've ever owned, actually, that I've, sorry, second I've owned, first I've driven. Yeah, the other one's still, uh, he, the, he, well, it'll drive technically. It just won't stop. So I mean, if I slam the e-brake, that, that would probably stop it, but. Uh, Maybe. I wouldn't count on it. I don't know. That just <laughs> seems like that's a death trap waiting to happen. Yeah, but I drove the uh, Porsche to work the other day. It was a lot of fun. Porsche, my bad. Well, how bad the clutch smell after you got done? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Yeah, the fun part is how much work we put into the other car that's now going to sit until we have to do more work to it again. Oh, this is just more fuel on the fire to take and do it. I worked eight hours in my garage yesterday. Okay, it's it's getting done soon. And then cars get to go in there and we get to work on it without melting in the sun. Because my tent blew away the other day that I was using to keep my legs from getting sunburned. So uh, it's not fun to work out there right now. I Mason can attest I'm not one to talk. I've slowly but surely making room so that I can get everything out of my garage so that I have a garage back. Well, that's the thing. So the week before this, I spent another eight hours just cleaning the garage from all the crap I had in it. Yeah, that's another project we got to finish. Man, we were horrible about <laughs> We start and then we don't finish. It's the ADHD method of completing things. You just do one project and then you move to another project. And then, yeah, eventually all the parts come together and you mm-hmm. finish a bunch of projects in a short span of well, time. at least his purchases are getting progressively better. This one actually runs and drives. There was nothing to do to get it running and driving. Yeah, and all the rest on this one can be fixed with Bondo, right? Yeah, yeah, it's all surface level, right, right at the bottom. Uh, sill, I guess. I don't even want to call that part. Um, underneath, clean, suspension, clean, engine, clean. Minus, I did find a puddle of coolant under it the other day. But I filled it up, and it's not a problem since. So we're doing pretty good. Well, I mean, that's the that's the thing with any car that's that age. I mean, you're once things start heating up, they start to stretch and get dry rot cracks in them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you're more than likely probably here in the winter. I would just go ahead and drive it and just watch your fluids. But once we get to the winter time, I would definitely take it off into the garage and take anything rubber off, like your vacuum lines your radiator hoses and stuff like that and go ahead and replace them because there's no telling how long those have been on the car and they need to be changed every now and then so they don't dry rot on you. Well, I was a little too excited to drive it. I haven't done the basic maintenance I probably should have done since I've got it. I'm working on it, but uh, I was just very excited to be able to drive it because first manual I've ever owned that I've been able to drive and it's been a lot of fun learning. And it's a five-speed and getting used to that's a very, very enjoyable experience. I've been... Pushing it pretty hard. Only takes about 20 pounds of pressure to push the clutch in, but you know. Well, I know it's one, got a ton of throw, but it's just the first quarter little bit is where it actually does anything. You know what I'm hoping? I'm hoping that you and me don't have to learn how to change a clutch very soon. Oh, no. <laughs> It'll be fun. That car is not much to it. Everything should be easy, you know? Well, weirdly enough, so it's got, got a transaxle, actually. Yeah. So it's yeah. the engine, shaft, and then differential and trans um, transmission, yeah. all one in the back there. So like, much makes it easier or harder to work on. I guess we'll find out when I burn it up. Well, it is a foreign car, so we'll, we'll figure that out. It's, that mostly comes with a headache because, what I understand, German cars are more expensive. Well, luckily, there's a whole list of parts on this car that are exchangeable. You could get a Volkswagen component that matches it, and that's cheaper. So like, 
fingers crossed, prices won't be bad. And Sorry to all the viewers whose uh, morals just got shattered on that one. I know we're going to start putting Volkswagen parts on a Porsche. I know. Are we going to buy another <laughs> band or something for the fly belt? I mean, what? what I mean, <laughs> that's a little tin can car. Oh, don't worry. It's going to be way worse from here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm leaving it all normal for now, but there will come a time where it's day in the sun. We'll... Um, I think I think an LS will fit. He I think he has something a little smaller. That's, that's the most popular engine swap on that car is an LS. You all are gonna make me have a stroke one day over this LS stuff. I just I'm I'm not putting an LS in it. I like the engine there now. It's got 150 horsepower. That's all I need for learning to do. Yeah, manual. yeah. We got to throw a Cummins in it, right? Oh <laughs> well. Out. There's a lot of guys have been doing that lately. It's some neat stuff. Oh yeah. I, I had a buddy of mine that took and he had a either 30s model or 31 Model A that he took and chopped and dropped it down to the floor and put a little inline-four Cummins diesel on it. And, man, he said it was a torque monster. Couldn't hardly keep the tires on the road. I mean, it was a beautiful little car, but he had to switch it back over to the gas engine because it was just it was burning the tires off every Sounds time like he went to take off. Yeah, I think um, everybody's seen Weston Chaplin's video of the Mustang that he put the 12-valve in. He immediately blew up after getting it in there. Yeah, yeah. I well, they... Built it and then put a new one in, and now it's a lot better. But oh, have they? Don't yeah. let me win the lottery because I'm, I'm I'm probably going to build one of them, too. Oh, that, yeah. That, that'd be a, that'd I be a fun one in a go-kart. <laughs> oh, God. Have you seen that LS go-kart that they've made? That, I can't remember who it is, <laughs> but they quite literally just have a pulley from the uh, end of the output shaft to the back axle, and they just put tension on it, and it just absolutely roasts the tires. Yeah, the whole engine and a tiny little spot for a seat, and that's it. It's not like a golf cart's already a dangerous enough death trap for idiots like us to drive. Yeah, no, no, yeah, definitely. But you guys ever wrecked a golf cart? Yes. It's actually surprisingly easy. They're a little top-heavy. I've actually <laughs> never driven a golf cart before. Well, Go-karts, yes, and I have tipped one of those. Oh, I'll tell you what, that's a lot of fun. There's a place up there in Indianapolis I went uh, probably three or four months ago called K1 Speed. It's a little go-kart track. has got gas-powered motors. Oh, Gosh, that is See, fun. You're, dude, we got Cart Country nearby, and it's the world's longest go-kart track. But they're slow. Yeah, <laughs> these are faster. These go like 40, 50, and you're cutting corners hard. Yeah, the ones at Cart Country, I'll be out there kicking next to it, trying to get it to go faster as I'm going down the track. Like, give me Flint some holes, and I'll start going across the ground. I don't know, man. be easier. Uh, man, golf. I mean, go karts are the best thing ever. I I got in so much trouble having one as a kid, just because we had two dirt piles on opposite ends of the acre we had there. It was grass, and I mean, I'd start at one end, and I'd just hammer it, wouldn't let off, and shoot off in that pile. Mom got so mad. We had these little four wheelers, and one of them I drove was older than me, and it still drives, by the way. And that thing we absolutely decimated. The number of trees I wrapped that thing around and hills i jumped it off of i i i tipped it over backwards i tried pulling my brother in the sled and I think uh, recently we tried doing that too yeah it was only like a year or two ago i got a dumb question are we saying too much that our insurance agencies might get mad at us if they hear this because that doesn't sound like we got good quality driver skills for oh, no, our no, no, vehicles. No. We, we've actually built up great experience from this. So, like, we're now the safer drivers than... No, my, my agent absolutely already has my rate maxed out. Whatever he can charge me, it's at the max, I promise. So, oh, we're good yeah. from there. <laughs> actually, so, classic insurance, fantastic. <laughs> if you don't have it for your classic car, get it. Because it was so cheap to add my 944 to my insurance. I added it and my... Uh, 3000 GT, mm -hmm. 
it was it was super cheap. It ended up doubling what I had, but I wasn't paying much to begin with, and it, it was well worth it. Well, they probably assume once you get you know five cars on there that you don't drive any one of them too much. So and they said <laughs> they take that into account. And there's also the option I could have set it up so that I only have. It's a different coverage for the 3000 GT. Since it's not driving, I could have had it filed under that. Knock on wood, it will be driving soon, and I won't need to do that. And like I said, the price was it was great, so I'm not going to complain about it either way. Well, I mean, that's – and I won't say my insurance agent's name because he ain't wrote me a check yet to say it. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, he did explain to me, you know, Haggerty's and Hecox and a couple others that are out there that you can get are really good because, you know, the main thing is is – yeah, it might cost you a little bit up front. Like, I know I'm spending probably somewhere around $1,400 in all three of the old ones. Mm. But at the end of the day, I know that if somebody key scratches it or something happens to it, that they're not going to argue with me a bit. It's let's repaint the whole car if you want to repaint the whole car so you don't have to try to blend it or match. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just That's the kind of insurance you got to have when you're in this kind of a deal. I mean, it's just it's mm. so much can go wrong. Or in this kind of an area, I mean – I've hit plenty of deer, so <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Deer, and then I, I go to work, and I go through some rougher parts, and yeah. like, uh, I don't obviously go on my way to take it in a dangerous situation, but I think I drive safe, so it's odds are not going to be a problem with me. It's going to be some natural disaster or something beyond my control that's going to take um, take something out of one of those cars. And if it is something I do, odds are I'm like, hey, I wanted to paint it anyway. I'll just go and put new paint on it. Not even that, but also just. Knowing where you work, I mean, I go out there plenty, and those roads, those potholes are enough to take out a rim or two. They finally, on the overpass, where the overpass reconnects to the main road, had this huge divot, yeah. and you'd hit it. And my, when I had the uh, Corolla, yep, and it's super stiff suspension, I now, I still drive this way, my head slightly off of the headrest, because <laughs> it would give you a concussion. Yep. <laughs> and when you hit that bump. Yeah, I went and bought one of those, and uh, trust me, I hit that bump a couple times on my way to those night shifts out there, and because you can't see it, and then yeah. well, just boom. they smoothed yeah. out what I'm thinking of, and it's and it's fantastic, way better. <laughs> well, and you know, it doesn't matter what situation you get into. I mean, there's multiple things that can cause a wreck. I mean, you had a semi tire fly off and hit you. Yeah, rim and all. You you go into bad environments where there's blind spots in an area, and you'll end up rear-ending somebody, or I mean. It just it, anything can happen. It's it's definitely dangerous out there, and that's the that's probably the perks of why you want to have good insurance on these old cars because well, they're lead and they'll hurt. It also depends on what kind of tires you do and everything like that. Because whenever I had my Focus and we had that snow, and it and it did not handle it well. It was just the wrong vehicle, I'm not sure the wrong tires or what the deal was, but it turned a. 30, 40 minute drive home to over an hour and a half just because of how dangerous it was. <laughs> I had to slow down that much. And like uh, all these country roads as well, like you said, you get deer, yeah. other, other drivers driving like crazy. Where we live at the road, there's only probably three ways of getting there from Charlestown. And at the end of the day, only one of them safe compared <laughs> to the other two, but it's an hour drive almost out of our way to take and do it. Versus going down like Tunnel Mill or 62, because Tunnel Mill and 62, when it snows, are god-awful. If there's a wreck on 62 and they tell you Tunnel Mill is your only chance, you might as well drive almost to Scottsburg and cut across. That's going to be your best bet of getting a new wash. Well, because I went I went home 62 when it snowed, because I figured it's the widest road, probably the safest. But on those hills, you have to go at a certain speed, because my back end kept, kept trying to want to become the front end. 
on those hills. But also, I'm on about to make a, a very sharp turn, so you had to control your speed very carefully to make it through there. So, no, nah, man, you just rip the e-brake and hope for the best. <laughs> See, not, not in that grandma car. You man. wonder why your insurance is maxed out. Listen, I never said that they didn't. They didn't have a good reason to. I just said that that's how it was. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you just need to go back to driving the pickup truck again. Sounds like you'd be a lot safer in a tank versus. Well, he might need to do some maintenance on that one. Just to make sure it's. Uh, hey, look! It got that hot tub uh, to the dump the other day. Just fine. I sent you the picture of that. That was pretty impressive. I thought the truck was the dump. Well. <laughs> that's why wow. I bought. That's why I bought the car. You know. Yeah. No, you got plenty of. Uh, ammunition to fire at him. You gonna let him talk to you like this? Oh, we'll, we'll get to his his piles that are out front. You know, later on. No, no, no. They're in the garage. They're doing great. Minus the three thousand GT, it is out front right now. I mean, that banana split's been sitting in the garage for about six months now, or more. It's probably gonna sit another six months when I pull the engine out of it. It's yep. fiberglass. You don't have to worry about rust. You know, you can let it sit there forever. I do worry about the wheels. I do need to rotate the wheels around and make sure they don't get flat spots. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, plus to make sure the brake lines don't rub them again. That was uh, well. They're not there anymore. So oh, yeah, that's right. We did cut them. Yeah. No. Before you drive it again, you might want to make sure that there's transmission fluid in it because it probably leaked all that out. It's been dry underneath, so it's either a already already leaked it all out, (laughs) and it no longer has anything to leak, or b. I'm just saying, it might be a good idea to check before you put it in drive and just hear. Well, I'm probably gonna throw it in neutral and just push it to the other garage. That doesn't sound like a bad idea. Come winter, yeah. And uh, just get that, it when home. are we going to fix the driveway? Because currently you'd have to push down that dirt path. It probably wouldn't go to. I keep telling him. He just he, he hasn't asked me to come out there and do it yet. I'm off to talk to my neighbor because I want to pull those, some of those uh, those bushes that you are definitely trees. Need to go further over to the edge anyway. Yeah, I got to figure out my property line is also by that. Yeah, I really want that. That's a single wide uh, driveway leading to a double wide garage bay. And mm-hmm. it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I'd prefer it double to double. You the way it can hold straight like, in. Expand it out towards the like flare it closer to the garage deal. I, I have room to make it the full size of it, so so why not? If I'm going yeah. to go ahead and redo it anyway, well, plus you're running into the it. same problem I am. You're running out of parking because now yeah, you, yeah. you just got multiple cars in your driveway. It's kind of becoming a bit well, of a bear, isn't it? Currently, I have to play Jenga if I want to drive the uh, 944. Because yeah. okay, I move the truck. Trucks moved and I pull pull the pull it out. And so what? Are you not parking the truck in the garage anymore? I haven't been able to in a little bit when I started, uh, when I redid my uh, my mud room. Gotcha. Because I had to throw everything out of there to make room for the new stuff, new floors, and and that's all cleaned up now. So technically, <laughs> I could park the truck in there, but I've been parking the Porsche because yeah. it's, it's got um, no security. So. Well, yeah. you know, I'm not jealous of him a bit. I'd rather have some of the issues he's got going on working on the engine stuff because I went to working on that green car the other day, and I'm just going to tell you right now, whichever <laughs> guy at Ford decided to put the motor for the AC unit right where I need to get to probably needs punched, but the guy's probably dead at the same time. So, you know, I can't do nothing about well, it, but I I found the only way to do it online was to take the instrument cluster out. Well, apparently my speedometer cable is so tight on the back of it, I can't pull it out far enough to disconnect the speedometer cable. Mason, let me come over there. I got, uh, I got, I got thin wrist. We can get up in there. No big. Oh, you go, you gonna get through a, a hairline crack in the dash to get to it? I'll spit on and do it with purpose. Hey, he's like okay. a cat. He can get through there. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's just no, no. I don't want to tear nothing up. This is already, it's already it's become an, a fiasco. It's guy at Ford's defense. I don't think they ever designed those cars from the beginning with the intent of having an actual decent AC system. Okay. <laughs> 
I don't think they ever planned on to be worked on, but things back then were built to last. That's compared also to this true. crap we got nowadays. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how old is that car? You just now have to rip all that out. So I don't know. Well, I mean, it's just like these new pickup trucks that are coming out on the road every day. I don't know how many of them are having to go back to the shop because they forgot a wire here or they don't. Something's going wrong with it there. I mean, everything's turned into a rush job ever since the the magical five-letter word with those two numbers behind it came around three years ago. Everybody got scared, and they started building trucks and selling them too fast, and they had to leave them sitting out there in the storage yards. You also think the number of components has, has skyrocketed, the amount of wiring, the amount of sensors, electrical, all that stuff. It all adds complexity, and it's all for a purpose. A lot of mm-hmm. it is is safety, and it does help this. It does help that, and it has a purpose, but it does make things more complicated to diagnose and, and easier to forget. I'm telling you, that's why I love mechanical things. It's just, at the end of the day, it's a screwdriver and a hammer, and I can get back on the road. Plain and simple. So, speaking of screwdriver and hammer, getting the battery out of that 944 was not easy. Yeah, the engine's mounted sideways, and it's probably back behind it, wasn't it? Nope. Well, it's like window comes down meets the hood oh it's under the cowl and that's where it goes yeah. uh, and so so it's easy to access you got it but <laughs> it's a knuckle buster they were they were so corroded and getting them off there i had, I had a I had a hammer and a uh, wrench i was using to pry it up on just trying to get that thing off there because i could not i loosened them all the way problem is i can't replace the uh terminals because they are crimped on there you can because there's not enough extra extra wire, or else I was just gonna cut them off and put a new one on there and call I mean, it good. You, could, you probably realistically need to replace your whole cable for your battery. Anyway. It goes it goes really far into yeah, the engine. Yeah, it's probably so. really not in great shape the whole way. But <laughs> no, so my, my current thought process is I might just cut them shorter and put a battery kill switch there. You could, yeah, and then just have a shorter distance and adding. A, Short bit of wire to go to the wire um, the battery there. A battery kill switch is a lifesaver in my opinion because take to take and have to unhook a battery every dang time you want to work on especially electrical, it's a headache. Especially when it's in a position like that. Also, on a side note, I think previously we had had a conversation about using the proper tools. They make a spray that pretty much takes all that corrosion off of the battery to makes it a lot easier. I was he not aware of proper tools. <laughs> I was not aware of that. I did put some. Uh, anti-corrosive compound on there so this won't be an issue in the future yeah mm-hmm. i did clean them all off too uh, with a with a brush and i got a lot of it in my eye also i was gonna that's my next statement was gonna be the spray also tends to neutralize battery acid mm-hmm. um which don't worry the the sink i turned <laughs> upside down and sprayed my eye probably did a pretty good job too <laughs> i don't know you and me have no room to talk after fighting that rusty old fuel filter for as long as we did yeah, just to get true. doused in gasoline Oh, I thought you were talking about on the Mitsubishi. I forgot about the truck. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, anytime you and me mess with a fuel filter, we might as well throw in the towel straight off the bat. Hey, so far. I broke three knuckles, I think, trying to get that one off the 92. Not 93. So far, none of them caught on 92? So yeah, different. 92. Gosh, that car. I, I tell you what, if you walk away from it too long, I might throw a match in the engine bay. That car just drives me nuts sometimes. But it runs. It does? It doesn't drive, but it runs. No, I guess that's what that sound is. <laughs> it's got a little bit of uh, some some ticking going on, but that's that, that's, the, that's common for yeah, that. It's the lifters, man. You, every if it doesn't have lifter tick, is it really running? You know, yeah, it's car, just it's just really embracing its inner Toyota. <laughs> I don't think your car is supposed to sound like a Singer sewing machine running down the road, but that's just me. 
Hey, my Toyota Corolla's been doing it since 2002 just fine. Well, I guess we kind of got enough beating on you today. No, I can I can take more. Eh, well, oh, we'll, we can switch we'll, gears to Mason if you like. <laughs> well, no, we'll, we'll we'll save that. We'll save each. We'll save an episode for each one of us to get beat on for 15, 20 minutes. Because I think I think he's had enough. We've done. Frazier's down. Let's just leave him be in the corner. But uh, you know what? Thanks everybody for listening. This has been kicking the tires. Thank you.